0: Often vulgar, always explicit, and sometimes funny. Slap, box. Slap, box. Welcome to the Slapbox Podcast, this is episode 594, I am your host Josh Albrecht recording once again inside the Slapbox penthouse, my trusty sidekick Agent Fox Mulder, he's hanging out behind me on the couch, that he's torn to shreds with his claws, and uh, <laughs> he's, he's chill at the moment but it's not too much longer before his feeding time, so he's going to be flipping out here shortly, I would imagine. Uh, he seems distracted by something else at the moment. Maybe it's the lottery ticket I have crumpled on the floor. He likes he likes chasing those things, tearing them up, tearing them to shreds. I figure that's better than him to tear that up than the couch, more than it already is. It's, uh I'm getting paranoid now that I'm talking about him, like at some point he's just going to jump out and start biting me. He's <laughs> like, damn you, feed me. Ah, ah. I still have lingering effects from the, uh, what initially I thought was a cold that uh, I, of course, talked about last week. This is all I could really fucking talk about because I was still fucking raging on. At that point, and uh yeah, I think it was the r s v that I had picked up, which i the respiratory uh virus that's been going around i I think that's what I had. I don't know, maybe I mentioned that last week, but uh it was it comes on like a, just a really severe cold, and uh I still got some lingering shit from it, but uh, I'm pretty much back to being normal ish if there's anything as normal these days. Um, uh, last week, yeah, I guess I recorded on Friday yet again, because, uh, Saturday I went to the Don't Tell Comedy with Shelly, and, uh, fun fact, I realized that my brakes um, were not good <laughs> last Saturday. Great time to drive all the way into St. Louis when your brakes are shit. Um, I started hearing it Saturday, the, uh... Metal-on-metal metal grinding, which is always fun. Metal-on-metal metal grinding. Grinding's just fun in general, isn't it? As, uh, that perked up Agent Fox Mulder behind me there. As he's, Fox is like, what's up? I, hear, I heard grinding. Does that mean I grind my claws into this couch some more? Uh, But uh, I was afraid maybe the caliper had gotten stuck. I didn't think the brake pads were low. Or that low, at least. <laughs> and there is sensors in there that are supposed to tell you when your uh, brake pads are getting low, but uh, they did not work. Um, which I guess those sensors maybe you're supposed to replace that every time you uh, change the uh, brake pads in the mini. I'm not really sure. I haven't changed the brake pads myself. I knew they were they had to be getting pretty low, but I didn't think they were that damn bad. Um. <laughs> But, uh, I myself have not changed the brake pads prior to this uh, upon owning the car. But I think they were pretty pretty good when I bought the car. But I've had it for three years now. So, I mean, these things happen. They wear down over time. And, uh, even with the manual car that I, I don't really brake that much. I, uh, slow down by downshifting most of the time. Anyway. So, uh. It was a nerve-wracking ride, you know, driving in St. Louis like, oh, man, fuck it. I was worried about more about the caliper seizing up because I did have that happen in my last vehicle where the, the whole wheel seized up. And that makes it really difficult to drive the car when you have one wheel that won't move. <laughs> Fun fact. <laughs> And uh I mean it's not good to drive a car where there's a brake pad with uh that's just running metal on metal onto the rotors and you're going to destroy your rotors not great either but you can deal with that destroy a rotor bah <laughs> I mean they're not cheap but uh so yeah I had that fun stuff going on cuz you know why not why not add to uh, being sick and all that stuff with just more shit. <laughs> I'm just pause for a second because, man, I got to blow my nose again. All right, back at it. <laughs> After blowing my nose. I feel like I'm probably going to do that multiple times throughout this recording, which is fucking fantastic. I mean, it's been, what, like, I don't know, 15 days <laughs> since. I don't know. It's been quite quite a few days since I initially started feeling sick. Um with this and uh I mean I'm not really like I mean I haven't ran a fever since you know over a week <laughs> and everything. Um but I just had that just lingering shit that just won't go away from it like the fucking drainage and all that good shit. The gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> I probably just need to go give it. I haven't been running at all since I got sick. I feel like that might kick the rest of it out. Anyway so yeah, I made it out to St. Louis, uh, which we saw the uh, Don't Tell comedy, um, which I went and met up with uh, Shelly, uh, his, his uh old friend Nabina, and her friend that I, at the moment I have forgotten her name. Um, I was a little out of it that night. <laughs> uh, but uh, we, we went up there to shit. What was the name? Oh, fuck. Now I'm trying to remember the... Uh, the Golden Hoosier I think was the place we we saw the uh, the the comedy show at. Um the Don't Tell Comedy which uh I feel like goes against the name here but I mean I if I remember correctly on the show they tell they say to tell people about it so it's a misleading name. Um the Don't Tell Comedy uh happens all over I guess the US and uh they will do a show where you buy tickets for it, and you don't know where the venue is gonna be in advance. You don't know till the day of. That's when they go, okay, it's gonna be there here at this time, and be there. You don't know who the comedians are. It's you know, it feels like uh, you're very much like in a secret group, <laughs> if you will. Um, they do have a YouTube channel the Don't Tell Comedy YouTube channel, and so you can see a lot of the acts there. I haven't seen any from last week's show pop up just yet. Anyway, um, they uh, so yeah, we didn't know where it was going to be until that Saturday, and I met them up at the Golden Hoosier, which uh, is up on King's Highway Road, uh, on the road, King's Highway, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> My brain's still fucked up. Anyway, um I guess it's always been. Went up to King's Highway. Uh I don't remember it being too far down King's Highway. Uh and I ended up uh of course, you know, I mean it's up in St. Louis. It's kinda it's kinda hard to find parking spots for these places. Uh Shelly managed to get a parking spot right in front of the place, which there was you know, only a couple of spots really up right in front. Uh but my brake situation was already, you know a problem <laughs> I had a brake pad that was completely gone and uh, really loud really loud um, and I was turning down these side streets one way side streets where there was cars parked all up and down I'm like oh fuck where the fuck am I going to park but I managed to turn around and go to a Starbucks that was across the street from it and uh, I was pretty sure they were either closed or about to close so I didn't think they would bitch too much that I was using one of their parking spots. But I parked over there and walked across the street. And then uh yeah, the show was show was fun. I haven't seen stand up comedy in years. Um I didn't know well I knew one of the comedians, Rafe uh Williams. He's uh, on of course uh I mean I don't know him personally, but I, I know of him. Uh whereas uh he's on the Rizzuto show. On uh, KPNT, uh, The Point, St. Louis, 105.7. Anywho, um, he was there. And then uh, I, all of the comedians were pretty much from like the St. Louis area. Um, sadly, I don't remember any of the other comedians' names. One of them was from Kansas City. I think that was the only one that was really outside of the St. Louis area. That, maybe there was another, but... This is the, like the third time they've done the don't tell com- uh, comedy in St. Louis, um, and uh, it was a very small venue. I mean, this place, and from my understand, every time they do the don't tell comedy, it ends up in venues that aren't comedy clubs. That uh, it's like a restaurant. Apparently, one time it was like a library. Um, yeah, this and Golden Hoosier is a is a restaurant. Slash, also bar, of course. And, uh, very, very small, intimate little area. Um, uh, but it was good. It was good. It was some good, fun stuff. Comedy. Comedy's good. <laughs> Missed, uh, seeing live comedy. It's good to do that again. And, uh, yeah, I, I was able to, uh, give Shelley finally his Christmas present is, uh, I, I was, uh, ill and, uh, really contagious whenever, you know, Christmas day rolled around. And so there was Christmas Eve and Christmas day. So there was no, uh, you know, didn't want to kill anybody by giving them a fucking horrendous virus. And so, uh, so yeah, (laughs) I got him, uh, Maybe I talked about it on the show, knowing that he probably that he would not listen to this. Uh, I got him the Father Abraham Abraham and the Smurfs record that uh, we had as uh, children, for whatever reason that we had. It was such a weird thing. We both remember it very vividly, and uh, so I was I, I was able to find um some copies of it on uh, Amazon. And was able to pick it up over there. And apparently they did more than one record <laughs> with father Abraham. <laughs> apparently there was a the Christmas one too, but we didn't have the Christmas one. It was just very weird cover. Cause the guy, I don't, I don't remember the story behind father Abraham, but he looked, I mean, he's got a massive beard and stuff and he looks like almost like, uh, Amish or something. <laughs> he's like perhaps living off the grid <laughs> and, Uh, yeah, but, uh, anyway, (laughs) uh, yeah, I gave him that, and, uh, yeah, uh, him and Abina had given me, uh, which I gave Abina some wine, and then uh, they gave me a George A. Romero's Day of the Dead poster, it's pretty sweet, it's framed, got it on the wall already, and, uh, Something uh, a movie from the year I was born, actually. The uh, I believe it's Never, T- Never Walk Alone in the Woods or something like that. It's a very low-budget horror movie that uh, I did watch all the way through. Um, it's a little rough. I don't know that he... I've... I need to ask him about that, whether or not <laughs> this is a movie he knew about or it was a situation like when we used to go rent movies from movie palace and whatnot back in the day where we would just find like the shit th- the shittiest like horror movies and like r- most ridiculous ones and go off title and just cover alone like the artwork and shit and just decide like okay that one like make them die slowly and that sort of thing or if this was like a, a well known like horror movie <laughs> and uh but I- I'm not sure on that not real sure uh, and, uh, yeah. Um, so, so did that. And then unfortunately, you know, cause it was the fucking weekend and it was the holiday weekend. I was unable to get my car into a shop <laughs> and get the brakes fixed like immediately. Had it, you know, happened a few days, had I realized it a few days earlier, I could have just taken it in to like a normal, like a shop near me and, had it fixed, not had to worry about taking off work or anything like that. Um, so I ended up postponing that. And actually when I got back to work, having a call, I, I went ahead and, uh, I like, I really didn't want to pay dealership prices, but I know that the, uh, many of St. Louis dealership over in Maplewood. Um, if you're going to go to a dealership, they're a really good dealership, man. Um, and, uh, I I mean they 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 hooked me up um which th- the car did get it's it's fine now <laughs> um they replaced the back both back rotors and uh brake pads and I went ahead and had them change the brake pads in the front too which weren't like metal on metal but they were they were getting pretty low so I was just like fuck it I'll. Oh. and it, I mean it was pricey but like uh the cool thing about them is I mean they uh when you take it to the one of their service technicians there, um, they do a diagnosis, which the diagnosis, I mean, it's, uh, they go over everything in the car. They run through just basically like a full on inspection. And, uh, when they find a problem, you know, they don't fix it. They wait, they tell you what it is, how much this is going to cost. And then the, if you agree to that, then they'll fix it. I mean, you have to pay for the inspection, but then, uh, You end up having to, uh, I mean, you got to go give them the green light first. And uh, they actually take a video of the problem and show you like, hey, this is, which I believe the first time I went there, which I haven't been there in years now. Uh, Most of the maintenance I do myself. And got to save money whichever way I can. And, uh, but yeah, they sent me a picture of the brake pads and stuff and the car up on the lift. Which I thought that was really cool And then uh, <coughs> Then yeah uh, They did, uh, waited for me to give the go ahead And I told them to just do all the brakes And uh, and yada yada And I They gave me a loaner car too Which the loaner I was not charged for And uh, they were co- really cool with the loaner Like if I couldn't cause I was, The big reason I wanted to go To the dealership Is because I knew I wouldn't have to miss work Because I knew they would give me a loaner and uh I could get the because 'Cause they're open late enough to where I can go there after work. It's about an hour drive for me to Maplewood, but which is one of the biggest downsides about going to the dealership. But I know I don't have to rent a car or anything. They'll they'll hook me up with the loner. Which they get they hooked me up with a uh, clubman. It was uh <coughs> the uh four door Mini Cooper. And uh, it was the S version, and of course, it was not a manual because uh, they they make very few manuals these days. And from what they told me when I went up there, that actually in 2025 they are done with uh, making manuals. No more manuals. So what, a manual Mini Cooper? Get it now. <laughs> but that's pretty much cars in general, at least in America. I know that you know uh, in Ireland. I don't know if this is the way in all of Europe, but in Ireland running a car there, it really helps to know how to drive a manual because they predominantly drive manuals over there. And if you're going to rent a car, the inventory is well-stacked on the manual side. (laughs) So if you know how to drive a manual, it's going to be a lot easier for you to run a car going to Ireland. Just fun fact. Um, So I don't know if perhaps, like many, their cars being sold in the European market, maybe that's a different story. But at least in America, they're going to stop producing manual transmissions, uh, cars with manual transmissions in it here. But uh, in 2025, I don't understand. And uh, so, uh, yeah, they they did hook me up at the dealership, and uh, it was a nice. I don't know what the year was on that Clubman, but man, it, after driving the uh, just the two door Cooper S. Uh, Hatchback. Which is a very small car. Mini is not misleading. That is not false advertisement when they call it that. And uh <laughs> after driving that now for, you know, three years, driving a clubman with four doors <laughs> and a lot more trunk space there in the back. Um man, it felt like I was driving a tank. And I tell you what though, the mini that I own fits perfectly inside my garage because my garage isn't real big it's good to have that small of a car for my garage if I had a normal sized car like a sedan or something I, I may not park it in the garage because I mean it is tough and the Clubman I mean it's still a Mini Cooper it's not like massive but uh it uh the Clubman barely, barely fit in there. And there is sensors on the Clubman that let you know in the front. Like, I've got it in mine, which is now 10 years old. It's got it in the back. When you're backing it up, it beeps and shit at you. When you're getting too close to shit. But the Clubman's got it in the front, too. <laughs> and uh, I, in order for me to park that Clubman in, in the car, uh, in the garage, in the car. <laughs> park the car in the car. Car in the garage. Um, I had to drive pretty far forward to the front of the garage. And so that thing was b- dinging at me quite a bit. That was, that was a little on the annoying side, but you know, Hey, I got it in there. I fit it in there. And then, uh, <sighs> yeah. Um, uh, they, they would have let me have that loaner like an extra day too, if I was unable to get to the dealership. Uh, cause once they looked at it, like I dropped it off. Oh boy, what day was it? Tuesday night, or Wednesday, no I guess it was Wednesday night. Wednesday night I dropped the car off. Thursday, I had the loaner. Well, I got it Thursday night, or Wednesday night. I dropped the car off, because they said they couldn't get it until Thursday, so I ended up dropping it off. (laughs) Wednesday night, picked up the loaner, drove back home, and then uh, got got the loaner for a day and they had it fixed within the day um they got they started looking at it like when they first opened the shop and uh they fixed it of course and uh detailed it the whole nine and uh it looks a lot better now than it has in quite a while (laughs) i haven't cleaned it in quite some time It, it was overdue I haven't cleaned it since like, uh, at least maybe the fall, if not, you know, I mean, early fall. <laughs> it was probably still summertime. Uh, but <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, that I was pretty pleased with with the service there. Um, for all the work they did, I mean, it was it ended up being like over $800, but I mean, it was the dealership, but I mean, y- you pay for, I mean, you know. The what you get I mean it's really great service I mean they and I mean the loner car which they would again they would have given me like the loner car another day it's like it, it, you can keep the loner car uh, tomorrow if you just want to pick the car up tomorrow like no it's alright I'll, I'll come get my car I, w- I want to drive the manual again <laughs> <clears throat> I wanted my car back and I stopped at Wally's and had a smoked brisket sandwich that is the uh, gas station that seems wrong to just call it a gas station that uh, is off of Bowles on 141 or not 141, off of 44, the Bulls, <laughs> a little mixed up there, the first exit off of 44 to Fenton is 141, well I don't know if you want to call that first, it depends on what direction you're coming from <laughs> but uh, yeah, not 141 uh, Bulls Avenue <laughs> it's off of Bulls. Wally's there And uh, it's quite the experience to make their own jerky, all that that stuff. And, uh, man, the smoked brisket sandwich, fantastic. But, yeah, anyway, that was the car situation. That was fun. I did go over to uh, Jackman's for New Year's Eve. And had a good time there. We were playing uh, board games. Um, I don't remember the name of the board game we played. The main one we played. Last for quite a while. It was a cooperative one um, where they had different characters that were – most of them were like uh, old comic book characters, um, which a lot of them I was unfamiliar with. Uh, but then there was like Nikola Tesla also in there. And then they had the enemies in the game that you fight against. Well, you can play cooperative or just everybody fights everybody basically. Um, but they had either it was either the Mothman as the main villain or uh alien invasion situation, and then there was like sub minions, like uh, they had the blob in there and uh, other creatures that we played uh fought against. And being cooperative, man, it's it's hard even for the you know everybody to win. We did win. It took a while. It it took a while, but we won the game. It's still don't recall what exactly the name of the board game was. It had some killer food too, and I made the uh, hamburger casserole I used to make all the time, and uh, I knew it from my my mother used to make that back in the day. It was just, you know, like a, you put like a, between a pound to two pounds of hamburger in a uh, casserole dish at the bottom there, and of course you put tater tots over the over the all of the uh, hamburger. And then you get some cream of mushroom soup. Put that all over the tater tots. Uh, put the oven at 375. Preheat that sucker. And then you uh, cook it for 45 minutes. Take it out of the oven. Throw some mozzarella cheese over the whole top of it. And then back in the oven for another five minutes to melt the cheese. Bada bing, bada boom. Super unhealthy, but damn, it's it's tasty. It's a classic. It's a classic. I went with the more lean meat too, though. It seemed like really dry, the, the hamburger. I was a little saddened by that, but man. The fucking tater tots with the cream of mushroom, the cheese. Oh, Oh. So good. And uh yeah, they had oh man, they had all kinds of food, as always. The Buffalo chicken dip. Um there was a couple of different uh, cream cheese and uh, jalapeno uh, jelly stuff, which is always good. That shit is so good. Put Ritz cracker in there. Woo! Uh, and uh, yeah, they uh, and I got the. They gave me uh, this cool Christmas present of. Uh, well, they gave me two different ones with like uh, well, a couple of gift cards, and then uh, this Boba Fett. Phone slash control holder Which I haven't I'm not using it for a uh, controller I am putting my phone in it all the time It is fantastic The size of my phone You know I mean it's it's pretty big I got a, I got a big one Not not trying to brag My phone It's pretty big Uh, But man I put my phone in it And watch videos on this thing all the time It is fantastic And then they got me a, a, a What a 4D model of uh, Boba Fett's helmet Which I have not put together yet I was thinking I was gonna do it today, but then I didn't fucking really get up till kind of late, <laughs> and so I haven't done it yet. So maybe I'll do it uh, sometime during the week. Tomorrow I gotta clean and stuff. I'll be putting that together soon, though. Hopefully. No. no. Oh, Agent Fox Mulder's getting fed. I hear the uh, <laughs> slot machine go off with the food. <laughs> he's, he usually runs a bit faster down the steps. He wasn't that. that he must not be that hungry. Anyway. Yeah. That uh that was that the un- the un for- more unfortunate news or fortunate? I'm not sure how to look at this. Um exactly at the moment. Um you know I I worked in my last job at uh, Magnet for 21 years. 21 years. And in that time uh the first, I don't know. I'd say like phew, at least 5 to may- maybe even like 7 8 years. I worked there. This time of the year was always the slow time of year and they they would do layoffs all the time in January. Um and cut it down to just the people they needed. It somehow in those 21 years I managed to never get uh to be one of those people that got laid off. Um I never made enough money and uh I knew how to do all kinds of shit. So <laughs> joy the joys of <laughs> you know not getting paid much i guess the, the one of the few benefits of being a person that you know knows how to do everything and doesn't get paid much one of the very few benefits is that you're less likely to get the axe um <laughs> and so yeah i managed it there were many layoffs while i was there and there was uh Usually when they did the layoffs, though, the every January, it was, I mean, it was the part-timers. I was, never, I was always full-time. They would, usually, if anything, it was just the part-timers, but sometimes they would lay off full-time employees. It was always like, oh, how bad is it going to be this year? But it was, I would say, maybe the first six or seven years. I'm not sure how long, but after a while, like, it wasn't quite so bad in January. I don't know if they just figured out <laughs> just the more products they had, what it was, like, what kept them busier in January it was always their slow time of the year I'm sure they're slow now um. but for whatever reason it, like, they wouldn't have to do the layoffs like the last I don't know, decade I was there so and uh, but uh, yeah I, I managed to not get laid off, I remember being in the early days of being there and be like oh fuck man, am I going to lose my job? what's happening? am I, uh, am I getting caned? And then uh, the 2008 financial crisis, when that hit, I remember being very nervous whether or not I would lose my job. And that was of the 21 years I was working there. Man, when they canned everybody that day, which I guess they did it on a couple of days, but it was mainly like one day where they went around and just like they'd take individually, they would take people into the office with the supervisors. And like Axum, And I didn't know what was going on. I worked a split shift. I would come in at nine. And everybody else would start at like seven. So I was unaware of what was going on. You know coming in. Everybody already knew. Like oh fuck shit. And uh, (laughs) I come in and I'd never heard the place more quiet. I mean you could hear a pin drop. And it's a factory you know. Factories tend to be kind of noisy, though at that point, I mean, it wasn't too terribly noisy in general. At that point, the machines they were using, at least on the side I was on and uh, but it was really it was eerily quiet when I walked in there that day and I could tell like, oh, man, something's going on. You can see the looks in people's faces that they're, you know, of, I don't know, terror, <laughs> Fear. Um, uneasiness. And then my, my friend Goldie, who was on the podcast many years ago. Um, uh, she, she came up to me and, uh, was the one to inform me of what was going down. She looks over at me and says, uh, man, they're fucking getting rid of everybody. (laughs) Like, like one by one, if you see our boss Marie, like come over, and, like, walking to the office, like, that means you're you're gone. And uh, then uh, she uh, she jokingly said, I'm probably going to be the next one. Like, soon as those words left her lips, our boss Marie comes over, Goldie, I need you to come with me. And, like, she's like, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, it was, like, the perfect time. I mean, it sucks that she lost her job and all, but, I mean – she was half kidding. I mean, she kind of knew, like, oh, yeah, yeah, probably going to get canned. But, like, uh, yeah, and then, uh, you know, that's how that's how I started my day And this. I remember being like, oh, fuck, like, you know, just, like, trying to do my job. But also, like, I wish if they were going to fire me, they'd just fucking do it already. <laughs> and then uh, when the day ended and we had a job, we weren't guaranteed that we were going to keep that job at that point either. It was just like. Well, I mean, we've gotten rid of most of the people we think that, you know, we need to get rid of. But uh, we're probably going to do some more <laughs> in like the next couple of weeks. So basically, keep your asshole tight and clenched. But I managed to survive the calling at that point. And uh, most of the people they laid off, uh, they did not bring back. There might have been a few of them. Um, Goldie ended up coming back, but it was it was a few years had passed. She ended up uh, starting back up there. I want to say it was like two or three years she was gone. I don't I don't really recall. But it was a while. And uh, a lot of times, when the, with the exception of like at the beginning of the years, like in January, like they might, when the, they would lay off the part-timers and stuff, it was usually only for a couple of weeks. By the time like February rolled around, like people were, were back. But I've always been one where I need, you know, a paycheck every week and everything. And uh, my full paycheck, not like a unemployment paycheck. So <laughs> the thought of losing my jobs is, is not great. Even if you know I can get unemployment and all that, it's not not ideal. <laughs> um, <clears throat> with that being said, uh, you know, of course, the reason why I bring that up is uh, the company, of course, I work for now, Canham Steel, is unfortunately going through a downturn. As it is, as uh, business is drying up. And uh, which happens a lot in the construction business during the winter time, although the last few years they haven't had that issue. Um, this last year, 2023, was fairly slow, but, I mean, we did some overtime throughout the year. And then uh, the year before, they were on overtime, which I was there for two months of that year, 2022. They were on overtime the whole year. Balls to the wall busy. And now I guess the business is really... <laughs> really drying up and uh they were already laying people off last year they started like right before christmas you know merry christmas go (laughs) go collect unemployment um and uh (laughs) just i guess the nature of the game um but uh i managed to make it without fearing for my job too much until this year um (laughs) and then uh what day was it? I guess it was Tuesday or Wednesday. Was it Tuesday or when It might have been Wednesday. Yeah, I guess it was Wednesday. Wednesday, um, yeah, this happened Wednesday uh, while I got all this shit going on with my car. I'm getting ready to, like, drive up to Maplewood, spend a bunch of money to get my car fixed at the dealership. Uh... And I can't go without getting my, my paychecks. I need as much money as I can get right now. And, uh, though I know that I could make, probably make a couple of phone calls and get a job within a few days. Probably not going to make as much money as I currently make. Um, but I know that I, I could find a way to, to get by. And, uh, yeah, that being said, um, Can-Am wa- uh, wasn't done getting rid of people, which uh, from, like, uh, last year, like, uh, they were apparently continuing on. As uh, we learned uh, Wednesday, that they were going to cut it down to a one shift. Like, when I started there, there was three full shifts, nonstop, pushing the stuff out. And then uh, they got rid of a second shift. Whew. A while ago, it was like I don't know, maybe summertime. I don't remember when it was. They get they had gotten rid of second shift, um, which they gave the second shift people. I don't know, they may have laid some of them off, but they basically gave them the opportunity to uh, come to first or third. And a lot of people quit because you know, I mean, you got to completely change your schedule and stuff, you got kids. I mean, this could be a real issue to be able to change a shift like that. And so, of course, a lot of people quit when when you do that sort of thing. And then, uh, yeah, uh, then they decided they were going to uh, bring it down to one shift and they didn't have enough positions open on the one shift to accommodate everybody that was going to be, you know, merging together as it is. And when they do layoffs, I mean, this is a union job. Uh, apparently, the, the the way it's set up with the the deal with the union, if they're going to do layoffs, it's strictly by seniority, nothing else. Like if they don't take into account what job you do, what your. I mean, I I don't I haven't looked over the agreement that that hard, so I I mean I can't specifically say what's all in there. Um, but from what I understand, it's like pretty much strictly on seniority and i've only been there a little over a year so (laughs) fun fact um i don't have much in the way of seniority although there was a high turnover rate though there so there were people under me there were a lot of people that immediately just got canned uh or laid off as it were um nice way of saying being fired. Laid off of course means the business is slow and then of course you might be brought back at some point but uh you know me my, if if i get laid off i i'm, I'm going to have to find a, another job. I can't wait around. I can't wait around 5 months to get a, get, get my old job back. Um that being said uh <laughs> Yeah, I made it till, like, the end of the day Wednesday, which I guess they told us in the morning meeting. Yeah, we had a morning meeting on Wednesday, and they informed us they were bringing it down to one shift. And that uh, the night before, they had already gotten rid of a lot of third shift. And there was, like, 13 people left on third shift that were coming to first. And they thought maybe some of those people would end up quitting, too. And, uh... That they would be doing la and then informed us, you know, they'd be doing layoffs on our shift, like throughout that day. So it was like another, it was like deja vu of <laughs> the, the day at magnet I had, um, with the, uh, <clears throat> with all, all of that funness. And then, uh, I made it till the end of the day, uh, damn near the end of the day before I got called into the office. <laughs> and, uh, they didn't do it one on one. Which frankly I I feel like man that's very impersonal. I you know I I I think you should do like one on one people if you're going to Oh, of course. I didn't exactly get let go. <laughs> I feel, you know, it's just uh although I mean a, a magnet when uh there I mean there was more than one calling. I survived and like uh during COVID when they laid a bunch of people off for that, that I, if I remember correctly, they didn't want on one people that day. They actually, uh, just had a group of people do a meeting with all of them that were getting laid off at that point. <clears throat> if I remember correctly, it was, has been a few years now anyway. So yeah, we ended up having, uh, they would not like massive groups. I was in there with a group of, uh, three other guys and, uh, my my foreman of course uh, mentioned to me like when she brought she's like uh hey you got to come with me i was like doing some computer training shit and then i was like uh oh, i guess just stop whatever i'm doing huh I guess this uh it take a deep breath you're you're not getting fired which was not a real relief to me that i was going to meet with the the head of our <laughs> of our plant <laughs> not a real big relief but then i went in there and uh with again like three other guys and uh yeah I heard the words uh, or he was the, our, our plant uh manager and used the words uh you no longer have a position at the company. <laughs> and I go oh, great. This is, feels fantastic and I could feel like the steam coming out of my eyes as I'm I'm just a bit angry. <laughs> and then uh <clears throat> but his, he had the butt you no longer technically have a position at the company, but we would like to keep you around. We don't want to get rid of you guys. Like, we, you don't have enough seniority to, it's basically like uh, fellows with more seniority are taking our positions that we currently have. That's how it's set up, unfortunately, or fortunately. I don't know. I mean, I, I it's, I understand the fairness of, you know, people that have been there for longer, like, you know, being able to keep their jobs. I can give with that, but you know, it's uh, to put somebody that hasn't done my, my job just like in there. (laughs) And, uh, I mean, there's a lot of, anyway, I, I digress. Um, the point I'm getting at, like, uh, like it said that, uh, basically he felt that it was most likely people are going to quit in this atmosphere. It usually happens and that there was a good chance we would be able to get a position they were going to hold on to us for 2 weeks and if nothing opened up we didn't have a job anymore <laughs> they were going to have us do like projects like painting and stuff for those 2 weeks and uh yeah that uh that uh I didn't leave that meeting feeling too happy i was uh, pretty angry About that, Uh, I'm pretty sure there was just smoke and steam like coming out of my eyes and out of my nostrils, like a, you know, the classic cartoon of a bull like (laughs) charging. I didn't know how I would take it because I've never, uh, in the 42 years I've been alive, I have never been fired from a job. I've come close to getting laid off, a few times, I guess. Uh, But managing, managing to just like hold on by the skin of my teeth, I guess, not getting laid off. Um, I've never given a job, uh, a reason to fire me. I've quit several jobs, <laughs> worked many places. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was like, man, the streak's got to end at some point. I got to get canned at some point. I feel like, you know, all things, all things end at some point. Um, that being said, uh, yeah, I was freaking out that night. I was pissed off i didn't sleep at all i was like fucking adrenaline going my cars i didn't have my car i had to drive up to maplewood (laughs) drop my car off i got brake issues i'm like i gotta pay for this somehow (laughs) and i was already financing that because i knew it was gonna cost a lot and then uh, i'm like it looks like i may not have a paycheck in a week or two (laughs) and so uh yeah i uh I almost called in the next day too because a, a friend had said he thought they took away our, our sick time because I was like I I've never called in once the whole time I've been there never called in once never been late although I came real close I clocked in within like 30 seconds of the bell one day I overslept <laughs> somehow managed to thankfully I only live I live like less than two miles away from work so I mean getting there I can get there and probably about four minutes. <laughs> Push comes to shove, maybe three minutes. I was driving really fast that day. I got there. Whew, there was like, I had like eight minutes to go or something like that when I woke up, and I had to get dressed and everything, and uh, grab my shit on the way out. So, like, I drove there fast that day and got clocked in with like thirty seconds. And then I did use sick time once. I left early. So my mother was in the hospital, and, like, that's it. That's all, the, like, in the 14 months there. Like, that's. <laughs> and uh I think that's pretty much unheard of for anyone to do there. As uh I mean, you get all this sick time, and, I mean, that's what it's there for. I mean, you're not feeling well or whatever. You just fucking use some sick time. You're like, I'm going to go home. Just fucking give me. Or I just don't feel like going in today. Just use some sick time. And, uh yeah, fucking other than that one. Time never used any. I was like, you know what, fuck this. I, like I thought I'd go ahead and use <laughs> a sick day, and then uh, start putting in applications and stuff because I can't afford to go without pay. But uh, but he informed me like, oh, it sounds like they took it away from you because you they gave you a two week notice, and that freaked me out. I'm like, well, fuck, I can't go without this. And as long as I I can get a you know a paycheck from there, I gotta fucking do the work so i fucking showed up the next day and then every other person that was in that meeting with me that was told that they didn't have a position anymore did not show up that day they had the same idea i had (laughs) and uh which i guess was one of the things that partially saved me because from what i understand right now i my i'm currently safe um i guess enough people quit i know at least one of the people i was in the meeting with quit unfortunately uh and uh I think one of the other ones quit. I know he hasn't shown up since that day. And I believe there was, I know there's been several other people that quit. So from what I understand, like I, I barely survived getting, getting uh, axed as it were. Um, Though knowing I'm right there at the top of the list for people to get axed, like I, you know, I, it's, it, it doesn't make me feel great. <laughs> Knowing if they did decide to do more cuts, I'm right there. I'm right there. And uh, so I I might have to find a new job real soon, <laughs> which is never a fun time, especially when you know, like, all businesses are kind of slow at the moment. It's election year. Election years are always terrible for business. And uh, it's, yeah, it's not fun. Although I did see some high paying jobs in St Louis, I might be uh have some good qualifications for I did see some audio technician jobs that pay very well that what I get paid are more um unfortunately I'd have to do a lot of driving but for the audio technician for live events and uh like man i I might end up trying uh, to get into that, especially if I mean, if I get canned, I I will definitely put in for that and see see where that road takes me. You know, maybe it'll hire me, maybe it won't. Um, but I've definitely had a lot of experience with soundboards, as I'm using one right now, (laughs) and microphones. That's uh, that's a big part of the job right there. Um, one of the uh. They do say you know it, it. They want people too that can fix the things, which is kind of a problem. I, I haven't had to fix. Well, I've had soundboards go out. I just buy a new one. That's my my fix. <laughs> I mean, they're not overly expensive. And uh, yeah, um, I I <laughs> I haven't uh, done like big live events and like uh, recorded much in the way of music and everything. So. There's gonna be a little bit of a learning curve if I were to go that route um but they do say you know one of the requirements is to be able to lift a lot of weight because you gotta lift all these fucking massive amounts of cables and all this shit and running uh, mic cables and all this stuff, and I'm like, man, please hold my beer. I've been working as a steel worker for the last fourteen months i got I got muscles for days, but uh Yeah, so, I mean, at least, I mean, I've got some ideas of things I could possibly do. I did see that there were several places in St. Louis that were hiring for that particular job, and that would be something that I wouldn't have to take a pay cut for. That would actually be, looks like in most cases, a pay increase, which with all the drive time and uh, the wear and tear and the gas, like the wear and tear on my vehicle and the gas, that would be, you know, I would need to make more money to, uh, account for that. So that, that would be something that would definitely, that is a good possibility, but we'll see. We'll see. I don't know what's, you know, <clears throat> I currently have a job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's not, I man. it sucks. I mean, a lot of people lost their job and, uh, I mean, it's, it's not, you know, I've seen this happen plenty of times, you know, at Magnet that happened a a good handful of times while I worked there. And I mean, it's never good for, you know, people, you know, and work with friends with and such to just fucking get canned, which was a nice thing with, with me, you know, nobody that I work with on my line, um, wanted me gone. They were like, you know, not happy to hear that, uh, I was basically given a two week notice that I was about to lose my job. And that base, even if I wasn't going to lose my job, I lost my position. And that I was going to be found whatever position. And the way the bonuses are structured there, I was po- I was probably not going to make as much money. If I'm not on the line two jig line, which is one of the areas that hits production goals, probably more than any other area this is the line two. And so I would inevitably be taking a pay cut, <sighs> uh, most likely, whatever area they would stick me in and uh yeah my uh nobody was real happy that uh, works with me directly that uh, that would <laughs> i would be gone which you know is a good feeling when people are going to fight for you and everything um <clears throat> and it like i've thought about you know still just putting in applications right now it's you know like do i don't i uh the problem is you know if i start somewhere else like leave there and start somewhere else it's, uh, I'm going to be in probably worse situation there if they're slow and uh, end up doing layoffs. I will definitely be the first one out the door. <laughs> um, at least right now with my job, It, I don't know how many more people they're going to be able to get rid of and be able to do any work without shutting the plant down. So, I mean, I feel like I'm safe for a while. <laughs> but i don't know i i really don't know um they have uh, several plants throughout the country and if they decide they want to send all of our work to another one they could do that it's and then just like close a plant down i mean it they're not saying they're going to do that but you know that's the nature of of business and uh especially in a big corporation it happens a lot <laughs> So yeah it's, uh, Fun times I'm pretty sure none of the people <laughs> That I work for Are aware of this podcast So that's why I feel like I can freely talk about it and There's not that many people listen to it I don't feel like a bad mouth That much though In talking about this I mean I make good money I don't want to uh, shit all over that <clears throat> I make really good money the bo- The most money I've ever made working anywhere uh, I've never come even close I made over $20,000 more last year at Can-Am than I ever did at Magnet or at least close to 20000 more that's a big pay increase that's a big pay increase and uh, man if I can get another year or two making that kind of cash theoretically I could get rid of a lot of my debt <laughs> and then you know potentially take a job that's pays less if I have to or whatever i don't know but w- we shall see who knows i i like to think of myself as a re- resourceful person though and that uh, if i were to get let go laid off um which i i prefer being laid on you know <laughs> By an attractive uh, lady, you know what I'm saying? Get laid on. Well, my cat lays on me too, but that's not a sexual thing. It's just, you know, purring's good for your health. They say it helps heal you if a cat's purring, laying on you, purring. So, <laughs> that, with that case, I mean, I get laid on every night, not in the uh, sexual manner. My cat lays on me every night. Duh. He's help healing me. <laughs> so this is going in a weird direction now. <laughs> Really weird direction. Uh uh Man, I knew things were slowing down, but I really really wasn't I mean, I've been around businesses and know the uh and I know election years are fucking shit years for uh a business, construction, all kinds of businesses. It's just people wait to spend any money on like new construction or just advertising all that kind of shit until they know what direction things are going to go with the presidential election. Cause that usually determines a lot of things like how much they're going to pay in taxes, all that stuff. Like they're not going to drop a fuck ton of money on like a new construction if taxes on, on this stuff is going to go up a bunch it's hard to, you know, budget that sort of stuff. I mean, I understand it. <laughs> Doesn't make me any more thrilled about it. <laughs> uh and uh, yeah, it's good that I didn't buy that new, that other Gibson yet. <laughs> I mean, I was, I was really tempted last year. To do that um but i I almost have the first one paid for that's a plus I'll probably I'll probably finish paying it off with the tax money I get back, but we'll see what happens with that the one of the benefit or one of the things that will save me a little bit when uh, uh if and when I do get laid off as it were um is I do have a little bit of money. In a four hundred one k right now, I got last I looked like three thousand five hundred in a four hundred one k. I mean, it's not I'm not gonna be able to retire off that, <laughs> but it'll save me for at least a good solid month. Um, as far as like bills and all that are concerned, you know, a little over a month. It'll, it'll buy me time in order to get another, uh, job or, or what have you, or, you know, somehow win the lottery. <laughs> uh, which reminds me, I gotta go, I gotta go to the gas station. I gotta, I gotta do my gambling. Is uh, that's one quick way to ensure that I don't need to panic about paying bills. Uh, you know, it's funny too. It was like, I was so pissed off Wednesday and I was, and when I, I thought maybe they had taken all my sick time away because I had before I took that uh, little bit of sick time that one day I had like 70 hours of sick time which nobody has that kind of amount of sick time eventually it resets so I'm not sure what uh, Or you lose some over time I'm not sure how that works exactly but nobody else in the, probably in the whole company has that <laughs> they're like are you fucking shitting me Well, with that too, like I know that, you know, eventually I've been known to get sick. I know that like at some point I might end up having to fucking use that sick time and I can't go without pay. So I'm like, I want to fucking hold on to that shit. I need as much money as I possibly get right now. (laughs) So, uh, so yeah, I, uh, I was really pissed when I thought that they just ixnate all that, which I'm not sure. Maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. I don't know how that works currently. I guess I have it. I don't know. I I'm, I'm, don't really want to use it. <laughs> uh, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, I was really pissed Wednesday night, and I was just motherfuckers, cock-sucking sons of bitches. And then uh, thinking, you know, I was like, man, I hope I don't see like the manager of the plant or something because I might just say something to get myself get have myself get fired. Which I, I again, didn't really didn't really want to get fired. <laughs> But at the same time. Uh you know, when you when you go over a year without calling in a day, showing up when you feel like shit, working your ass off, and uh, you know, just doing whatever you can to to fucking make as much money as possible. To make cuz we make a production bonus every day. Every day I try to hit that production bonus. Unfortunately, uh, there's things out of my control that happen on a daily basis that make it to where you can't hit those those numbers. That because uh, if you're not getting your supplies quick enough, you you just can't make those numbers. And uh, but man, when if there's even a slight chance I can make those numbers, I like I will fucking throw my body on the line. And uh, knowing all the the insanely hard I've worked, I've never worked harder at another job in my life. And I'm in my 40s, you know. It was, uh, it was rough getting in the shape I needed to, to, like, do the job and not die. (laughs) Those early days doing that job were fucking rough. And, uh, needless to say, yeah, I was pretty pissed about the whole situation Wednesday night. And I was just like, man, tomorrow when I go in, if, uh, (laughs) I might say some ignorant shit (laughs) and get myself fired. (laughs) Just, uh. Also, too, I like I didn't like the idea that, like, basically, like, you've got to, you're going to be gone in two weeks. Is is how I, I took that, and that's of course some people quit, which people did quit. So, um, I'm sort of safe, uh, but I didn't sleep at all Wednesday. I tried, man, I tried my best. I was taking Benadryl. And shit to try to knock myself out. It wasn't happening, man. I was just fucking amped. I had like adrenaline going, and uh, <laughs> I was so tired by the time we came into work. And I was pounding a monster and everything, trying to get myself jacked to like get through work. And man, I was so tired. I was like, I, I didn't care about anything. I'm oh, fucking whatever. They're gonna fire me. Fire me. Whatever. <laughs> Night before, though, I was like, man, fuck you, sons of bitches. Fuck you. <laughs> like, there was a lot of fuck you on me on Wednesday. Thursday, I was just tired. Like, Egh. I'll put in the effort to try to make those numbers. And get that. We made a little bit of extra money, but we didn't hit our full bonus on Thursday. Which is a shame. I feel like maybe had I not been so tired, maybe I could have helped us get a little bit closer to those the bonus uh but yeah that's that's fun I'm sure a lot of people are unfortunately going through this I mean a lot of people I know that uh uh I worked or worked with or unfortunately going through that at the, the this current time and uh yeah it sucks man it fucking sucks and uh for uh fortunately, I guess right now I am not one on uh that got the axe. And uh I'm keeping the lights on here at the uh penthouse. The penthouse is uh, not cheap. As uh Yeah. Um trying to end on like a happy note here. <laughs> it's just uh as, uh, man, at least, you know, one of the unfortunate things, too, is uh, we were told that uh, as of right now, we have enough orders and jobs coming through at our plants that should keep us busy through to March. But we don't know what will happen then. That says to me, like, well, is the plant going to close down? Like, that's not very... Very comforting And it's like My birthday's in March I had some big plans We were gonna Shelly was talking about Renting a, a room Like a penthouse or whatever In the At uh, the blues gang. They're playing the pain, The, pain, the pain, what's The fucking uh, The ducks The mighty ducks On St. Pat's We were gonna Fucking go up there I Was gonna take the day off uh, The next day Cause it's a Sunday I'm Gonna have some Fucking corned beef And cabbage Gonna fucking live it up it looks like, and I'm afraid that, you know, I might one of my birthday gifts might be a pink slip. So, it's like, uh, that would not be a good birthday present. Just saying. Just saying. Uh, I'd really have to figure some shit. Now I'm, like, paranoid to, like, spend any money, though. I'm kind of really like, eh, fuck it. I don't care. I'll figure it out <laughs> once it happens. <laughs> like, ugh. I get used to, you know, a certain lifestyle what I can spend money on and everything and it's hard to like go go back well there's been other times in my life where I had to cut down my spending a lot I mean when I moved into the penthouse I had to quit spending on a lot of shit I used to spend money on as uh, uh this is the first time I've ever had a mortgage <laughs> it's a it's a healthy uh, mortgage payment every month so uh so yeah um, though, I mean, I'm excited to go to the Blues game, at least in March. I was hoping to get, go to another one before then, but, uh, I don't know that that's a wise decision. It's a lot of money. We'll see what happens though. We'll see what happens. At least, uh, I've been having fun playing Call of Duty with my, my colleagues from work. And we, I don't know if it's something about, you know just the, the anger, the frustration about the whole thing that made me up my game on Call of Duty. We were just tearing it up last night. I mean, I was getting, I think I had a few games where I had 10 kills. And uh, we had three wins and uh, resurgence on the, the old war zone. We were, we were tearing it up last night. And uh, I guess just the All the adrenaline and everything <laughs> going through me this week has just made me better at call of duty somehow uh, I guess that's really all I've got to say is uh I hope everyone uh this new year's is going well, <laughs> you know that uh I'm sure there's a lot of people going through shit right now, but uh hey, it's a new year, hopefully things turn around. Um, as always, that is a kidney wheelchair, not a trash can.